0: Hello, hello, hello. It's Marilyn and and welcome to Who Can It Be Now, the podcast. So um, I had today's episode completely downloaded to me this morning after I rode my Peloton. But damn, if I can remember it now. <laughs> so we're going to see what happens because it's a kind of a busy week. I'm doing the SAS experience and uh, um, just h- handling my own life. And uh, i It was so amazing, everything they dropped in. I'm like, oh, that's so good. Oh, yeah, and then I'll do that. Oh, yeah, and then we'll do that, and then we'll do this. And now I'm like, "Um, what did you tell me to do again? So I really have to get into my own habit of writing things down. I so (laughs) have to do that. But anyway, what we are going to do today, I do have an idea. I'm going to talk a little bit about um, pivoting in business and how I'm pivoting my clients. And I'd love to hear from you, all of you. So we're going to talk about that first. And then I want to tell you a really magical story of something that happened to me yesterday and, uh, talk about worthiness. And then I'm going to do a reading for everyone based on number 40 and also another number that just showed up. So that's going to be a fun reading for all of you. And then I'm going to pick one person from the Instagram and do a reading from that. And, uh, that's going to be our episode today because I am working a bit right now and, um, So maybe a little short and sweet, but it'll be a rocket ship to your soul, I promise. So let's start with, uh, it's not really, it is a little bit of a rant and it's just been something on my mind, but here's the thing I want to say first. I truly, truly love doing this podcast. I think you can hear it every time I record it. I'm excited about it. I love teaching live too, like with teaching the SAS experience. And it's a lot of fun for me. And I love connecting with people and hearing what their struggles are when it's live. It's so great. And then I'm able to like um, communicate. A lot of times my guides are with me every time I teach and they're talking through me and stuff like that. Not like I'm not changing my voice and everything. I'm normal Marilyn, but... They like will say, say this, say that. They don't say, say this, say that. They just tell me things and then I know it's them and I say it. So uh, I got off track, (laughs) but you know what? I'm just not going to stop this podcast. I'm going to let this train go where it wants to go today. So anyway, I um, have been thinking a lot about the people I like to work with and the people who I'm choosing not to work with any longer. And, oh, so I was saying I love all you guys for listening. I love the feedback. Um, I really love the people that are in my arena. I love the people that are following me on Instagram, and I'm doing Facebook Lives every now and then. So if you have something you want to suggest to me or something you want me to talk about, something you want me to teach, please do direct message us in Instagram or on Facebook at Marilyn Aloria one it's either me or Aaron who works with me very closely or is going to answer you. So one of us will definitely answer you. And I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear, you know, what's working for you? How, how do you feel? What was your takeaway? Um, Something you want to learn about? It would be so great. I would just love it. It would just be amazing. So I've been doing a lot of work on my own lifestyle and how I live my life and the next chapter and really thinking about, you know, where I want to be um, pretty much like a year and a half from now is what Spirit is talking to me about. And they have me like visioning a year and a half from now. And then uh, I work on a 90 day plan where I I now we're hitting the third quarter of the year. Can you believe that? And um, so I'm working on a 90 day plan that really helps me to position me for that fall of next year's. And it's not only career, it's everything. It could be health, fitness, relationship, tennis game, all the above, right? So I don't I don't just work on my career. I work on my life. And I build my career around the lifestyle that I desire. I was just talking to a client today, and we were talking about, she was talking about paddleboarding for three hours. And I'm like, yeah, and, and Spirit's giving you that right now because that's the life you want to be having. And she's um, incredible at what she does. So I bring all this up to you because I've been sitting here and, you know, as we've been uh, inviting people into the SAS experience and I've just noticed there's a certain clientele out there that is no longer for me. And I've decided to stop apologizing that they're no longer for me. This came out of a conversation I was having with uh, certain c- people in my community that um, are studying with me. And I noticed as empaths, we think we're meant to heal the world at a detriment to ourselves. And people feel, and I'll, I'll put myself in there for a 2nd Built bad if somebody comes to us who is suffering and struggling and we just automatically want to help them because it's who we are. We can't stand seeing people in pain. But you can't help people if they don't want to be helped. And I am I've been like this for a while, but I'm really drawing the line the line in the sand. It's not even the sand, man. It's like in the concrete. It's in the street. There's no like mushiness about this. This line is there that I am no longer going to work on helping people who don't want to help themselves. If you can't meet me halfway on the street, then there's no way that you're going to change. So it doesn't mean that I'm not willing to help people that are struggling or Um, they have something confusion or lack of clarity. I mean, I love those people, but they're the ones who are like, Oh, I'm confused. I don't have clarity. I'm really afraid to take this step. I don't have the courage. I'm not feeling worthy. That could be the conversation you're having. But then what comes on the tail of that is there's gotta be something that can change this. There's gotta be something that can help this. I know that there's something out there that's going to help me to change the way I'm experiencing my life. That's the person for me. So it's kind of, I got to be honest with you, bold of me. And you may be like, well, that's no big deal. Like, of course. But for me, this is like a hard statement to make because for the longest time, and I see this with people, like you feel like, okay, you have these gifts. We all have gifts. So I'm not, I'm, these are my gifts. I have my gifts. They're they're good freaking gifts. Thank you very much. And, and now I'm so sensitive to people and I'm like, wait a second, but you don't want to be helped. So I'm not going to be barking up this friggin' tree, trying to drag you over to the water, you know, drag the horse to water, but you can't get it. You can't tell it's a drink. You can't drink for it. You've got to do the work. So I wrote a post on my personal Facebook page about this, how I'm not apologizing anymore. And I said, there could be the best energy healer in the world. And if the person that they're working on is not ready to receive, they will not receive that healing. And I'm a true believer in that. And you may say, well, there's this one and there's that one. I'm like... If somebody is not willing to receive or doesn't believe it or doesn't want to change, I don't know that that healing will take place. And I'd love to know what you guys think because this is an open forum, believe it or not, even though it's me talking into a podcast. So um, so we're doing, we're doing the SAS experience and um, we're talking to different people about inviting them in. And I'm going to be careful of how I share this story because, well, all right. Anyway, so somebody said to me, can you promise me results for that price? And the price was under a hundred dollars. So I'm like, and can you promise me the results for that price? And I'm too busy to watch the videos. Am I going to have results? I was like, what? How, how are you going to have results? Am I waving a magic wand and you're healed? You're not going to have results if you don't watch the videos. I'm not going to promise you results. I don't promise results. I promise that my work is going to shift you if you do the work, that I can, I can guarantee if you do the work, you are going to have changes and growth and expansion. But if you don't do the work, w- what am I, a magician? And it all comes, stems down from this belief system with these healers that used to be out there that would be like, listen to this activation and you'll be healed forever, what? Like I, I'm not a, I'm not a disbeliever in activations. I'm not a disbeliever in meditations or in sound healing. I believe in that stuff. But there's a, there's a co-creation with it. Like you may listen to something, even if it's subliminal, or you're sleeping, and it may shift something inside your system. But it's, I don't feel it's going to heal you forever. There's, it's going to be a great shift. It's going to be an expansion. It's going to be an openness. And then you're gonna to evolve to another level of yourself. And that can definitely happen, but it doesn't mean that life's not gonna happen that's gonna throw you a curveball, or something's gonna to toss you off the, you know, knock you down on the path or you're gonna like freak out about something, but you'll have maybe the tools and techniques now to do it. That's my goal. Let me give you the treasure chest of tools and techniques so that you can continue on the path, use these tools and techniques, And they can help continue to grow you and evolve you. But I don't subscribe. This is me. So look, everybody has the right to their opinion. And I'm a big believer in that. And I have a strong platform of my opinions. But I don't say to people, you're wrong. I would never do that. I'd just be like, okay, great. If that's your truth, that's good. And if your truth is that I need to wave a magic wand and you're healed, you're not for me. Go work with the person who's telling you that they can do that because maybe they can. I don't know. I I don't wave magic wands and heal you. I give you the tools and the techniques so that you could tap into your inner wisdom and and have that at your fingertips at a moment's notice and not get go down the rabbit hole for days on end. You know, you're like, no, I got this. This is like, this is one of those moments in time where my life is kind of like, rah, what are they doing? And then you throw a tool and technique at it and you you sprout into this amazing flower from it. You grow, you learn. So that's my work. So I'm curious what you guys think about that, but that is the line in the road for me from now on. So it's very fascinating. It was very eye-opening. It was very expansive in my heart to say, I'm done. And it's not that there isn't somebody out there for those people. There, There probably is, or there might be some great book. Like the person who said that to me, I said, you're not for me. This is not the program for you, but why don't you check this resource out? This might be better for you right now. Um, So I'm not mean about it, but I'm very clear that I'm not going to bang my head against the wall anymore trying to get people to do the work. Instead, the magic is there. The work is there. It's incredible. The tools and the techniques come on the road with me and let's walk together to the evolution. And it's great when you do that. So uh, that is my little rant because um, it's something that's been like annoying me a little bit. And I just wanted to share a magical journey with all of you. So I, um, in the SAS experience, I have pictures of an owl up there. And there's this little hike up near my house where this owl appears when I need him most. And it's a real owl. And I had been looking for him for the past few months and I haven't seen him. And I was like, where is that owl? I want to see the owl. There's no owl. And just the other day, I went into the woods and... I said one of those strong intention prayers, you know, hands on my heart, like um, I prayed for something that I'm not going to share right now. And I was like, I need the, if, if this is going to happen, this is meant to be, you know, I can't remember my exact words, but I was just really in the intention of it. It wasn't a begging. I, I think when people beg in their prayers, that's where it can get wonky, but it was just like a, a talking to the inner deep, the deep side of me, the deep, my deep soul and to God and to source and just like, okay, blah, 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 my prayer. But it was more like intentional. It wasn't like, oh my goodness, I'm desperate. I'm scared. It was more like, I just need to know. And I was walking and I walked over to the stairs and I was like, should I go up the stairs? Cause it connects to an upper level. And I was like, no, I want to find that owl. And I turned around from the stairs and I walked over this little like bridge thing piece of wood and Micah didn't really want to come with me and I was like come on Micah and I look up and what's there the owl and it's those moments in time that you get that you just stop in your tracks and you start crying and that's what happened to me and I just started crying and and it was so beautiful and so incredible and I was so grateful for it so fast forward about a week was it yesterday yesterday I'm recording this on Tuesday, so I usually record on Mondays, but um, I got off track yesterday. And I'm walking and taking a hike, and I'm listening to the podcast Smartless with Will Arnett, Sean Hayes, and Jason Bateman. It's hilarious. I think it's great. And they're interviewing Elizabeth Banks. And Elizabeth Banks is sharing her story about how she went to college. She came from a small town. Nobody was really an actress. She went to college, and then she wanted to... um, I can't remember what she studied in college, but it had to do with arts and stuff, but they didn't really have a drama department and she wanted to study drama. So she went for an MFA in drama and she was in graduate school and they had a showcase and agents came and she pretty much got an agent right away. And, uh, her first, first audition, they offered her a two-year contract on a soap opera and she turned it down because she wasn't done with school. And Sean Hayes, Will Arnett, and Jason Bateman were like, wait, what? You turned it down. You had student loans. You got offered this incredible job. You turned, why did you turn it down? And she's like, well, I wanted to finish school. And they were like, no, 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 really. Why did you turn it down? And she said, you know why I turned it down? She said, I said to myself, if this is what I could do on my first audition, imagine what I could do if I graduated and kept auditioning, what my career would be like. And that was a moment where I was like, wow, she believed in herself. She really believed in herself. And I was walking down and I've been having my own struggles with um, disengaging from my family who I've struggled with not approving me of me and not believing in me. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that story. And I'm not saying victimy; me. It's just what it is, you know, and I've been disengaging from that energy and really finding my voice and my strength and my power and my worthiness. And I had my hand on my heart and I was like, wow, imagine what my life would have been like had people believed in me. What would my life have been like? And I opened my eyes and the owl comes flying towards me and lands in the tree on top of me. And I am not lying. And I was like, holy mackerel, oh my goodness. And I started talking to the owl and I don't consider myself an animal communicator. I have some abilities there, but it's not my expertise. And he was talking to me and telling me, and I, can't, I wish I could remember. It's like the downloading of the friggin' podcast this morning. It's like, okay, Marilyn, pause, record, right? <laughs> you think you're going to remember, but you don't. There's such powerful moments. But he was talking about believing in myself and really, you know, continuing to do what I'm doing. And, and I'm really in a transformative journey right now in my life. Huge transformation. I'm choosing it. I'm creating it. I'm participating it. I'm co-creating it. And sometimes when you're doing that and you're making big decisions in your life, internal decisions, external decisions, you get those moments of deer in the headlights, like, "Oh, am is this good?" And then when an owl shows up like that, you're like, "Holy mackerel!" So I just want to share with you, this is synchronicity, right? And I promise you, I'm going to teach you stuff with the numbers when I do the numbers, and I hope that this is good for you and you're learning and this podcast is still finding its legs for me personally. I want to teach more on it. And, um, but my stories, I love teaching people through stories. So I went, I came home last night. Yesterday was a funky day for me because I went down the rabbit hole Sunday night. The rabbit hole Sunday night is, um, where you go to an emotional place and you're like, something like hit you over the head and you landed in the rabbit hole and you're like, how'd I get here? And so Monday morning was very much about, um, me going, okay, what happened? And what happened? (laughs) And then I got really back on track right away. And back on track for me is journaling. I always journal, meditating, um, doing yoga, um, juicing. It's like very healthy habits to just get me aligned, playing tennis, you know, and all that. So anyway, so then the owl happens last night. So it's all happened in like less than 24 hours. And, uh, I went home, I came home and I, I can't really, I think I ate. And, um, then I went walk the dogs. Oh, I walked the dogs. Check this out. And I was like, okay, I'm going to listen to my favorite murder. Another podcast I love. And I'm, it's my favorite murder. And I turned it on and I'm like, this is Esther Hicks. What, why is Abraham talking to me right now? Cause I have that on my podcast thing. And I look at the podcast and it's my favorite murder And I pause it and I shut it down and I open it back up and I go back to My Favorite Murder and I hit the play and it's Esther Hicks. It's Abraham. And I'm like, okay, I guess they want me to hear this. They totally want me to hear this. So I'm walking the dogs and I can't remember the whole story or how Esther Hicks, Abraham said it, but they said, when you're really uncomfortable, it's great. It means that your inner being, your inner soul is in alignment And your outside person is like, whoa, wait, something's off track. Something's not right. And the way she described it was so perfect. So let me try to butcher it up really well for you and try to get you to understand it. But it's basically that moment when you're completely uncomfortable and you're feeling a little kind of mucky. You're really in alignment because your alignment is happening. That vibration is happening inside of you. And your physical being is like, wait a second, I don't feel right. Because whatever external experience you're having is not lining up completely with your inner being. And she talked about how it's not our words, it's not um, the visualization, it's our intention, it's our vibration. And the universe responds to our vibration, so our inner being is vibrating at the right place. So I was like, oh, okay, so I'm feeling wonky, this is what's going on, that's great. Now this is like can you pure magic i mean seriously dudes i'm going to like my favorite murder and they're playing esther hicks so i go to bed and um i like to go to my youtube i like to go to youtube and i'm picking up my youtube channel too by the way guys so i have a youtube channel and um i always let youtube tell me where they want me to go and i went to i went to a thing that oprah was talking about about um god and everything and i can't really recall that one too much but it was good and then I saw this Denzel Washington speech, which I've kind of heard before, but I wanted to hear it again. Hold on. My computer just went off. <laughs> I'm leaving it. I'm not editing anything today. You're getting me in raw form. So anyway, um, I was watching, listening to Denzel Washington, and he was talking about how important it is to, to know that failure is just part of the process. He was giving a, a commencement speech, and he's like, failure is just part of the process, you just fail forward. You just keep moving through it. It's like he just knew acting was his thing. And he talks about these stories. Like he was in college, I guess it was Fordham University and he failed. Like he got a 1.87 GPA and they said, go home and figure it out. And he was feeling, he said he was at the lowest point in his life. And he was at his mother's um, barbershop. And there was a woman there who prophesied that he was going to speak to millions. And then he went to summer camp and was a camp counselor, and he did an acting thing, like he did a theater thing, and somebody said, hey, have you ever thought of acting? And so he went back into Fordham and started studying drama and acting. And then he talked about this audition that he did, and he was doing a musical theater audition, and the guy before him was on the stage performing, and he was doing this operetta, and it was amazing, and then Denzel Washington went out into the stage, and he like was singing something from The Temptations, Just My Imagination. And he was like, I was singing really low. Like, it's just my imagination. And he was like, oh, I blew that one. They're not going to come in. But they called him back. So he was on stage acting with the operetta guy in the callback. And he said, you know, I never did musical theater. I didn't realize you had a project. This happened to me once in a theater callback. And he said, you know, he, he was like, I was telling the guy, do you want the cup? And the guy's like, yes, I want the cup. And he was like, okay, how Do you really want the cup or you don't want the cup? And he said, I was speaking really low. And he was like, I definitely want the cup. Give me the cup. And Denzel Washington was like, okay, you could have the cup. And he said he never got that job, but he never stopped. He never stopped. He kept going. And I don't know if it was 20 years or 30 years. He was back on that exact stage where he didn't get that part. Doing a play called Fences, where he won the Tony Award. And I'm like sitting there going, wow, what an amazing experience to have for myself. I wasn't even realizing it until like this morning, you know, because I went to bed. I was like, that's cool. It sets me right. Spirit knows exactly what to bring to you. Hopefully, this podcast is coming to you at a time where. Maybe you have an inner question that's disturbing you and making you uncomfortable. That's a good place to be. So it was so great to hear that from him and talking about like never giving up and Elizabeth Banks and the whole thing. And I woke up this morning and it was just more downloads of being in alignment and where I want to go. And then we were teaching the SAS experience today. And um, it was just such an incredible conversation to have with one of the Soul Finder guides uh, coaches on there with me and Vivian. She's beautiful. And just to be able to talk to people and help them along in their journey and the the, um, thing of worthiness came up. And I was like, you know... I'm tired of spiritual teachers making you believe that just because they've reached spirituality, they're in constant bliss. I I don't buy it. It doesn't feel grounded to me. I was like, we struggle with different things. And I definitely consider myself a spiritual teacher. And we definitely struggle with things. But we have the tools and techniques that help it make better. And I was like, worthiness was something that was just uh, interesting to me. So I'm going to bring it all home to you right now. So I did that SAS experience video and we were talking about worthiness and our dreams and I had them do a thing where they put their hand on their heart. So whenever you want to really feel what's in your heart, which is one of your truth centers, put your hand, doesn't matter if it's your, it's usually my least dominant hand, but it doesn't matter if it's your least dominant hand, doesn't matter if it's your dominant hand, doesn't matter if it's both. But if you put your hand on your heart and you breathe into your heart, It'll drop your inner awareness into your heart because we spend so much time in our thoughts that we struggle with this. I remember I was working with somebody and she was like, what do you feel? What do you feel? And I kept telling her what I think. And she's like, no, drop into your heart. And she had me put my hands on my heart. My inner awareness went to my heart. You can do this right now and breathe into it. And what I did on Monday morning when I woke up after the rabbit hole experience, I was breathing into my heart. And I was doing I am statements because after a rabbit hole moment, we could go into self-critic mode really bad. So I was like, I'm not doing that. I refuse to do that. So I was like, breathing into my heart going, I am beautiful. I am smart. Whatever it was I was saying, I was probably saying that I was saying, I am worthy. I am a wonderful teacher, whatever it was. So anyway, so we did that on the ass experience. We were talking about, um, where, what they wanted to experience in the week and so I had this beautiful, beautiful experience, engage, engagement, and then I had my therapy session. And um, I am planning on traveling to the East Coast to see my mother, and it's. I'm also planning on not seeing a brother. And so we had to do a little bit of a session around that because there was some uh, trickiness. I'm not ready to reveal that just yet because I just had the session. But what came from it was... Having unconditional love for myself, having, you know, what I learned in the past few weeks is I don't need anybody's approval. Now, I've known this to a degree, but I'm really detaching from it. So my worthiness is picking up. I'm finding more of my voice because I don't, I don't need you. I'm not talking about you. am talking about people that disapprove of me, judge me, family, those types of people. I can't live looking for your approval. I can't live waiting for approval. I can't live in conditioned love. So that was a big freedom for me. That picked up my self-worth. And then doing all this work that I'm just sharing with you, and my guides were like, you don't need approval from your family. You can let that go now. And so it was great. So we did the session today and she had me go in there and really work through stuff so that I didn't have the anxiety that I was experiencing. And what came out of it was unconditional love for myself. It doesn't matter what conditioned love experiences are around me. I have to continue to practice unconditional love for myself. So I share all of this with you, which I wasn't didn't even know I was going down this uh, road. But I think it's I hope it's a good road for you guys. I feel like it is. It feels good to me. Um, and what I really want you to take away from this is your own symbols, like connect with the universe like for me that owl so I brought the owl into my therapy session the EMDR work because I knew that that was part of it and the owl took its place in my heart and took it took its place of the black cloud that was in there I'm not going to get into all the specifics but it became such a big moment for me and I was like "Ooh, I'm going to use that owl When I go back East, that's great because the owl was unconditional love too. the universe showing me unconditional love. So if you're on a journey or on a path right now where you're really challenging yourself, you're really changing, you're really transforming, you're looking to grow, expand, you're looking to change something, even if you feel stuck, get into dialogue with your inner being, put your hand on your heart, breathe into your heart. Every day, even if you don't know what it is you're looking for or what it is you're setting out to do, connect with your heart. And then connect with the universe and maybe pick three things that day. Say, okay, I'm gonna pick three things that are gonna symbolize truth for me or alignment with my heart. And don't wait for them to show up, pick them. Pick whatever you wanna pick. It could be a color, it could be a sound. It could be a plant it could be a butterfly things that you see here feel sent to know in the practical though in the day and then at the end of the night write down those three things and ask yourself what they mean to you don't worry about what they mean online i haven't looked up owl i i don't need to so say you wake up in the morning let's give you a little exercise right now you put your hand on your heart you breathe into your heart you can do an i am statement Say it's a dream that you really want to have. I'm an author. I'm a mother. I'm abundant. Whatever it is, doesn't matter. Just breathe into that for like a minute. Setting the intention. And then as you go, just, and then your intention could be, okay, universe, you and I are in communication with ease and grace. I like adding ease and grace. It just makes me feel good. And then pick three things throughout the day. And then at night, sit in your bed, put your hand on your heart, breathe into it, write down the three things. Ask, the, ask yourself how you feel about them. That's a great way to communicate with symbols. How do I feel about it? Let's try it right now. I'm seeing a telephone pole out the window. How do you feel about a telephone pole? Well, I can tell you how I feel about a telephone pole. I hate when they turn the power off here. I feel I don't like the cutting off of communication. Um, the wind knocked down one of the wires like six months ago, I don't remember. And, uh, I was freaking out a little bit. I'm better, I'm getting better at the whole power thing. And I texted my neighbor across the street. She's so sweet. And she's like, well, it's good that they're fixing it though. I understand, but it's going to be okay. And I was like, oh, thank you. You're right. They need to fix that. So the telephone pole, I have a strong feeling about it. I remember, (laughs) I remember in Brooklyn, my brother climbed it. We had a telephone pole in our backyard He was so smart. He's so smart, and he uh, attached like a phone receiver to it, and he was able to listen to all the neighbors' um, conversations. (laughs) Just he was just he built synthesizers. He'd pull things apart and build them. So I remember like he did that a couple of times, and he was like picking up the neighborhood gossip by climbing the telephone pole and (laughs) connecting to it and listening. So telephone poles have a big thing for me. So. For me, I'm loving this mode of communication where I'm going to start getting more active on YouTube. I'm getting more active on Instagram. Um, Facebook, I like, but I'm starting to pick up the other platforms. And I feel like it's telling me, run with your communication, go with it. And sometimes it's going to break down the communication and that's okay too. So do that and see what happens. Because what you're doing is getting into conversation with your guides, with your soul, with your truth. And with the universe. And when we're in conversation with the universe, it makes us more present, more aware, more conscious. And it helps you to make very, very, very strong choices as you're in your life. So um I, I tense change. I was like, wait, first I said us and then you, doesn't matter. I'm I'm also taking writing coach. You know, I have a writing coach, so he's teaching me things that I love. So I have a tennis coach too. And I went to see the tennis coach yesterday. And um She was asking me about my games, and I couldn't remember my games on Saturday and Sunday. I was like, I don't remember them. Mondays. I was like, no, I remembered Sunday because it was amazing. Like, I went to a whole other level. I said, I can't remember who I played Saturday. And she's like, that's so good. You're so in the moment. I was like, no, I think I'm just forgetting. But she's right, actually. Because I was talking to the coaches, and I'm like that we're doing the SAS experience. And they're like, okay, what do we need from you next week? What, what should we do? And I'm like, I'm not there yet, guys. You have to wait. <laughs> and I was just talking to Laura, my assistant. And she's like, we need your schedule. I'm like, do you really need it now? Can I just be in the moment? So um, I don't know how I went from the telephone pole to, oh, because I'm in const- conversation with the universe constantly. So I really am in the moment. And you know what happens to me? And I hope this will help you. I was walking the dogs this morning and this past thought came up and I, I speak, I talk out loud all the time. And luckily I live in nature now, so there's not too many people around me. And I was biatching about something that someone did. And I was like, what the heck are you doing in my vibration right now? Why is this memory coming up? What purpose are you serving in this moment? Let that go. I can't even tell you what it was because I let it go. So it also makes you really conscious about your past Uh, thoughts that want to come in and just wreak havoc and they have no place in there. Sometimes they do. Sometimes it's triggering a memory of uh, something that you need to work on. Most times it's just taking up space that you don't need. So there you go. All right. I guess I talked longer than I needed to. I don't know. All right. So I'm going to do a reading for everyone with the number 40. And then I'm going to do another reading for somebody on the Instagram who answered the Instagram page. But I'm going to give you activities for that one because I want, when you listen to the group readings, I want you to work on your own question. But the number 40 for all of you, oh, I'm going to give you two readings on numbers. Okay. So four is about foundations. It's about new beliefs. It's about what beliefs are serving you right now. So the four for me, even though it's the heart chakra, which we talked about, which I didn't even make that... um, Um, that connection until this moment, because I usually talk about the first chakra, because the first chakra for me, which is at the base of the spine, it's about belief systems. Are your belief systems supporting where you want to go? And for those of you who don't understand belief systems, belief systems are if you believe you're going to be always uh, struggling, if you believe that you're going to hit the wall, if you believe you're going to fail because you always fail or nothing ever works out for you, those are belief systems that aren't supporting you where you're going. Whether there's truth in that or not, because your experiences showed it to you up until this point, you still want to rewrite those belief systems. So four is about first chakra energy belief systems. It's about foundation. What are you standing on? What platform are you standing on in your life? And what that means is, what are you building your house on? What are you building your life on? What are you building your, your story on? Is it your foundation or is it a cracked foundation that was handed to you from your parents, ancestors, teachers, peers, ex-husband, ex-wife, whatever? So the four is very much about moving forward in your delight, in your divinity, in your energy, but not in a flighty way, in a practical way where you're really standing strong on the ground and you are taking the steps that you need to move forward. The zero for me, it's a fascinating number because it's very much about um, infinity to me, even though it's not the eight, because it's a cycle. It's things happen in cycles. But here's the thing about the zero. The zero is also the full card in the tarot deck. And I love uh, the, tar- the full cards, my personality card. And it's because it's about taking naive risk. And, and I feel like I do that a lot. I take naive risk. Like I'll hire someone who I don't know anything about because it's just a feeling and I feel like it's a fit, like my writing coach, right? I did speak to him, but I was like, oh, I like you. Come on in. The therapist. Oh, come in. I feel you. And it's a naive risk, but it's a risk that pays off. Now sometimes, yeah, no, I'm going to just say that. So 40 right now is about you building a belief system that supports your taking a risk that you may, you're definitely not gonna know the outcome but you're going to be okay with that because the foundation is going to be strong and because the foundation is strong you have to trust it you have to stand tall on it and dive into it and be like okay i'm gonna do this and let me tell you something as i'm thinking about some of my students that uh, my community that will respond or say something to me they're like oh my goodness i made the wrong mistake it's blowing up in my face you did make the wrong mistake if If it's not working out, you want to go back and say, okay, what happened? Why did I make this decision? Did I make it from pure heart or did I make it out of fear? And then even if you made it out of love and that's what your guides told you, trust that it's just a turn in the path. They're taking you somewhere else. And that's a moment in time to character build, build something in yourself, get courage, more um, tenacity, whatever it is that you need in order to move to the next platform. So 40 for all of you is about being a little bit of that fool card, taking the risk, but having the belief systems to support that risk cuz many times people will take risks, but they they have a doubting belief system. They don't they don't believe. They just doubt, 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 but I'm going to do it. But I'm afraid it's not going to work out. I know it's not going to work out, but I'm going to do it and then it doesn't work out. So have the belief systems that support that. Um I'm gonna do this other number, but I'm gonna do it really quick. It's mm, three, five, four. It showed it to me when I started recording. So three is about mind, body, and soul. Five's about transformation. And four is about foundations, right? So I'm gonna take the number as a total. Eight, four, it's 12. I can usually add in my head, but not when I'm uh, doing this work. Okay, so 12, I'm gonna take that number. 12 is an important number because that one's about new beginnings, twos are about partnership. So in the terms of doing change, having belief systems that support your risk, the one is about new beginnings. So it's going to lead you to new beginnings and it's going to lead you to lead you to partnership. And I feel like it's going to lead you to partnership with the universe, with your soul, with source energy, with your relationship to yourself. So the advice that's coming through is look at the belief systems that aren't supporting you. Rewrite them. Build a strong foundation based on your belief systems, not on Tom, Dick, Sally, and Joe's unless that's your name, move forward in it with a, take a risk that you want to take, but make sure that your belief systems support that risk. Trust new beginnings, no matter what, and know that you are partnering up with your soul while you do it. Okay. So now I'm going to do a reading for somebody who commented on the Instagram post. Um, and I'll tell you what we'll do for the next Instagram post in a minute. And what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to ask a question about what kind of risk you need to take maybe you know like i want to risk dating i want to risk writing this book i want to risk this move i want to risk um um i want to take a risk in uh doing this career whatever it is so ask that question and as you listen this is going to be a bit of a coaching too though because she's asking a business oriented question and um I'm going to do a bit of a coaching with this too. So you're going to hear a bit of coaching, a bit of a reading, and then just take one sentence out of it and let it answer your question. Do me a favor. When I start doing the reading, just focus on the summary, which is the one sentence. What is your takeaway? And then apply that to your question about taking a risk, but don't let it have to answer it fully. It's usually a dot, dot, dot thing. It doesn't answer it fully right away. Before I go into this reading, I want to respond with something else. Um, The other person who asked the question, she asked about her daughter's fiance. I can't ask that question. When I do one-on-one readings, when I did one-on-one readings, I would ask that question because spirit would show me right away if I had that soul's permission to answer it. On a podcast that's going to be evergreen, many people are going to be listening to it. I am not comfortable answering a question for someone who's not, it's not about them. So she's asking a question about her daughter's fiance and she wants me to read him. I won't do that on the podcast. And I know you wouldn't know those rules. So I just wanted to share it and I understand. Um, but it has to be your question, your personal question. And I'll share at the end what we're going to do for the next one. Okay. So let me read the question. It's by Terry Jean for my working with sensitive empaths new spiritual awakeners which product do i start with to best prepare them for more in-depth work with the group with my group program so here's the thing that starts coming through to me terry this is a really good business question because yes there are certain things and there's certain models to follow but spirit is asking me to ask my legs were crossed so i I go really fast it's going to summarize at the end my legs are crossed, meaning that you're approaching this from a closed off place oh, I I, you know, I want to succeed and I want to do well and I want to make sure that I do the right thing. And Spirit's like, well, what makes your heart jive? What makes your heart bounce around? What, like they're showing me this rhythmic heart that's just like vibrating beautifully. And they said, go forward with that because no matter what, the conversations you have around that is the thing that's going to excite you most. And it's going to attract the people that you want to attract. So when you're doing business, yes, there are certain formulas, that are helpful, but spirits like, let's take it back a moment and let's first get into what is it that you want to do it and why. And the why is not about, for me, the why is not about the other person. The why is about you. Why does it feel good to you? Why does it feel exciting to you? Why do you want to do it? What excites you about it? To tell that, you know, I'm, I'm going to take myself for a second in here. I love this format of podcasting. I love it. And it's, it's just so much fun for me. And I remember when I spoke to um, Lynn, who's helping me, you know, they help me with the audio and she said, you have to, you know, it's best if you do it weekly, you got to give it time. And I was like, I'm committed and I have no, like, I am so committed to this. I'm loving it. So it's, my why is it's such a fun place to be able to share stories and talk and, and just it's a free-flowing format and i'm also reaching people that i wouldn't normally reach on the other platforms and i really appreciate that so i just love showing up so what do you want to show up for so she says a specific how-to short book mini workshop series mini self-directed video course and here's what i'm going to say to you you're you're selling them so this is marilyn coaching which product do i start with the with to best prepare them for more in-depth work with my group program You don't want to give them way too much, not because you don't want to give it to them. It satiates people. That is part of a marketing tool, yes. But the other thing too is people don't have a lot of time to consume. Our SaaS experience, we do do, um, it's almost like seven days of videos, right? So we do do a lot, but it's such a, I like the format a lot. We're going to actually may shorten it next time. And we show people how to listen to it on a really fast speed. And I just find that It's a great introduction for a cold audience for me to really uh, get to know me. So my thing for you would be, I like the short book for you, but it could be the short book goes into a mini workshop series. So you could be talking about two different opt-ins right now, mini self-directed video course. I don't know what that is, where you just do your own video course. That feels, if it's going to be a webinar, it's going to be a series. I like the workshop series. It, it, I don't know what each one, how they're different for you, but that's what I like. But I would like you to teach it live at first because they need to see you and vibrate with your energy because there's something very powerful about that. So I feel like the short book that, inv- I don't do free Facebook groups. You can do it if you want, but invites them into an experience. We do, you know, I'll do webinars sometimes and those are free, Right. So you can invite them into this workshop series, but give them action or the workbook could be direct related to the mini, mini workshop f- series so that they're starting on the workbook. It's great. And now they're going to go into the mini workshop series and continue the work. And that I think would be really good and cohesive for you. I always do my own intuitive guided journaling, but it'd be interesting to have you else share with what you get. Thank you. So the biggest thing for me, Terry, it's great. I love that you follow yourself and you follow what you want to do. I can feel your passion about your business. I can feel how much it really excites you and you're ready to get it out there. I also feel there's a, forgive the word, but an authenticity to it. And I say forgive the word because... That could be like a little judgmental, like who's not authentic, who is authentic, what right do I have that someone say someone's authentic over another one? But there's an authenticity to it, meaning there's a pureness of it. Spirit's talking to me. There's an energy of it that is really, really good. And it's going to be very um, breathtaking for people. So Spirit's like, no matter what it is, just do it. Get it out there. Let's get going because there's no more hesitation allowed, so you need to keep doing it. So that's where I'm gonna share with you right now, Terry. It seems like you pretty much answered your own question. Again, my legs are crossed. So there's some belief system that is not supporting this. Maybe you've tried things in the past, they didn't succeed. Don't compare yourself to other people. Just do what you love to do and let it land and see where it lands. And if something doesn't land very well, that's okay. You can ca- talk to those people and say, hey, you know, what did you think about this? What, what, what do you feel? I, before I did Soul Finder Academy, it was the first time I ever did a product this way. I actually talked to like seven people ahead of time and I asked them a list of questions to even validate the product before I built the product. And I never did it that way. And I'm really glad I did that because I got a lot of great insights and people took folks me to free. I didn't try to sell them anything. Actually, we sent them gifts. So do stuff like that. Get to get, talk to your audience now. Like, what, what are you looking for? What do you need? Do, what do you consume best? But I like the short book into the mini workshop series, but I'd like the mini workshop series to be live. Okay, hope that helps you, sweetie. All right, so for the next time, what we're gonna do, go to my Instagram. We're not doing this on Facebook, although we do direct you from Facebook to Instagram, um, I want you to answer, because I think some of you aren't doing this because you don't want to put your question out there because it's very vulnerable. It's social media. I get it. Whatever. I just want you to put a three-digit number in. That's all I want you to do is put a three-digit number. I'm going to pick one of those three-digit numbers. And I'm going to do a reading on it. I'm very powerful with my number readings, and that's what I'd like you to do. All right, guys, I really enjoy this time with all of you. I feel your energy when I'm here. Spirit knows who's going to listen to this now, who's going to listen to it later. Um, So I just want to thank all of you for giving me the opportunity to share my experiences with each and every one of you. You're like a guest at my dinner table, and we're just having this incredible dinner party. And I want to thank all of you for that. Please do rate, subscribe, and review my podcast, share it with people if you really are feeling that it's beneficial and you would like to do that and, and share it with someone. And remember, DM us, direct message us on Instagram. We're going to be um, communicating with you. And you could also go to my Facebook business page, which is Marilyn Aloria one We'll make sure the links are in the show notes. And you can message us there as well. So it's in my business page, not my personal page. Um, thank you so much. I do hope that this helped you. And I would love to hear what you want to learn, where you would like me to dive into, and everything. So Thank you so much. Have an incredible day or night. And I haven't used this tagline in a while because I'm still trying to find it. Who can it be now? I don't know. Let's open the door and see. It's Mr. Owl! 1444. That's the number. Do the number readings. It's going to be fun. So, next, uh, this doesn't matter. Just go to my Instagram page and find it. Bye!